from St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air. I think that, you know, one of our big concerns here is that Ameren is not retiring their coal plants fast enough. Uh, under their new plan, uh, they would only retire their Merrimack and Sioux plants before 2030. Uh, they would keep the Labadee coal plant, which is the second largest emitter of dangerous sulfur dioxide pollution in the nation, and its Rush Island coal plant, which is the sixth largest uh, emitter of sulfur dioxide in the country. They'd keep those two plants operating into the late 20s and early 2040s, long after the climate science dictates. I'm Sarah Fenske. Last September, Ameren, Missouri unveiled a long-range plan that includes a goal of reaching net-zero carbon emissions across all its operations by 2050. Well, Andy Knott says that's not fast enough. Knott is the deputy regional director for the Sierra Club's Beyond Coal campaign. And the Sierra Club recently graded 50 utilities across the U.S. on their transition from coal to clean energy. They gave Ameren, Missouri a D. The report is called The Dirty Truth About Utility Climate Pledges, and joining us today to talk about it is Andy Knott. Andy, welcome. Thank you, Sarah. So a D sounds really bad, Andy. Is it? Yes, it is. Um, So just to explain a little bit about how we did this report, Mm -hmm. um, as you said, it graded the 50 largest utilities around the country, and it graded them on three criteria. Uh, First, whether utilities like Ameren are closing coal plants by 2030 as the climate science demands. Uh, Secondly, uh, whether the utilities are planning to build new fracked gas plants. And thankfully, Ameren has no current plans to build new gas, which is very good because methane is a potent greenhouse gas. And third, future planned investments in a clean energy portfolio, which includes renewables and energy efficiency. So Ameren received a a D letter grade uh, primarily because it plans to burn a significant amount of coal well beyond 2030. And again, the climate science really demands that we phase out coal by that year, as well as uh, gas by 2035 to avert the worst consequences of climate of the climate crisis. So Ameren, Missouri has this big plan that involves getting things right by 2050. If you were assessing plans by that goal, would they get a better grade? Are they on the right track, just doing it too slow? Uh, they're, they're on the right track. They're just doing it too slow. Uh, other utilities around the country are uh, making this transition very quickly. Uh, there is a, th- you know, three uh, utilities in this report got a, a grade of A. Hmm. Uh, one of those is in Indiana, which is a, a coal state, and uh, it is phasing out all of its coal by 2028. Uh, replacing that with uh, with ga- with uh, clean energy and not building any new gas, and this is uh, this is a, the Northern Indiana Public Service Company. It serves a lot of industry just outside of Chicago. So this is a fairly significant utility that is here in the Midwest, uh, and you know it's it's figuring out how to do this. So we just need Ameren to do the same. So we reached out yesterday to Ameren, Missouri. We asked for a response to the Sierra Club report. And this morning, Ameren sent us a statement from Ajay Arora. He's the Chief Renewable Development Officer at Ameren, Missouri. 
At Ameren, Missouri, we are committed to getting the energy we provide as clean as we can, as fast as we can, while maintaining the reliability our customers depend on. With the transformative expansion of wind and solar energy, Ameren, Missouri has a responsible and affordable plan to reach net zero carbon emissions by 2050. Ameren, Missouri's plan has broad support among environmentalists, including the Natural Resources Defense Council and the Nature Conservancy, as well as community leaders such as the Urban League of Metropolitan St. Louis and United Way of Greater St. Louis. Ameren is committed to clean energy. We invite our customers to learn more at amerinmissouri.com slash clean. And that is Ajay Aurora, the Chief Renewable Development Officer at Ameren, Missouri. Andy, I'd love to get your reaction to what he said in that statement. Sure. I, I think um, this really goes, again, back to the speed at which the utilities are making these transitions. And, um, you know, Ameren, uh, you know, they have proposed a significant amount of clean energy over the next 10 years in their most recent plan. Uh, a big problem with that is that uh, most of that investment would take place in the latter part of this decade. Uh, and again, you know, we need to be replacing uh, fossil fuels with clean energy by 2030, by the end of this decade, uh, in order to uh, avert the worst consequences of, of the climate crisis. I mean, in terms of their rhetoric and, uh, you know, they're, they're, they have changed. Prior to just a few years ago, Ameren talked about uh, clean energy like solar as experimental, or they had a, a pilot project on the roof of their hmm. of their headquarters. But they're, 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 they have changed their their um, the way they talk about it. Uh, they've turned a corner, but they just need to speed up. Should we consider it a sign of progress that it seems like every utility now is at least talking a good game? As you say, the rhetoric has changed. Does this maybe mean they're they're moving in the right direction? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, a lot of things have changed. Um, the, uh, the utilities are realizing that customers want clean energy. Also, investors are wanting clean energy. Uh, you know, Wall Street uh, is putting their money into into the clean energy revolution because they're concerned about the risk of the climate crisis, and and also clean energy makes economic sense. So uh, that's part of what's driving this. Um, I think that you know one of our big concerns here is that Ameren is not retiring their coal plants fast enough. Uh, under their new plan, uh, they would only retire their Merrimack and Sioux plants before 2030. Uh, they would keep the Labadee coal plant, which is the second largest emitter of dangerous sulfur dioxide pollution in the nation, and its Rush Island coal plant, which is the sixth largest uh, emitter of sulfur dioxide in the country. They'd keep those two plants operating into the late 20s and early 2040s, long after the climate science dictates. So is this a matter of just not um, wanting to make the investment um, in enough clean energy to make those unnecessary? 
Yeah, I, th I think that, that uh, you know, essentially Ameren uh, needs to uh, step up the pace on the clean energy investments so that they can replace those coal plants. I mean, that, that is essentially what we're talking about. And, and as you say, they are making some investments in clean energy by 2030. They're talking about 3,000 megawatts. What do we know about the mix um, of what they're bringing on to get to that much energy? Uh, it's a mixture of uh, of wind and solar. Um, I don't have the exact numbers at my fingertips, but it's mostly mostly wind. But they are also dramatically increasing their investments in solar, uh, which they have not done uh, to date so far. Um, they have recently uh, invested in 700 megawatts of wind uh, in in Missouri, uh, and we, of course we've we've supported that, and we'll continue to support that. Um, so it's going to be a mix of, of solar and wind. So I understand your study, in addition to Ameren, Missouri, which we're talking about here today, um, it also includes three other utility companies in Missouri. I'm curious how they're doing. Sure. Uh, so two of those utilities uh, are, are doing worse than Ameren. Uh, one is Evergy, uh, which serves the Kansas City area. It used to be called Kansas City Power and Light. Uh, they received a, a grade of F. Uh, the, the other is Associated Electric Cooperatives, Inc., uh, which uh, serves all of the rural electric co-ops in Missouri. They also received an F. Uh, I should mention that, that that utility, AECI, does not even have a, a climate goal. Um, the fourth utility in Missouri that was graded uh, is called Empire Electric, and they are based in Joplin and serve southwest Missouri. Uh, they received a C. Uh, they have retired all of their all of the coal that they owned uh, in Missouri. Uh, they do, however, have investments in two other coal plants, uh, which is one reason why they probably one reason they did not get a higher grade. Hmm. Boy, hearing about those Fs, I mean, it just seems like you're kind of fighting an uphill battle here. <laughs> is there reason to have some hope or is this something where, I mean, looking at, at parts of the state, does it feel like we're going to end up destroying this planet? No, there is definitely cause for hope. Uh, you know, the, the, the change in, uh, in public uh, perception of clean energy is, is real and is driving a lot of these uh, utilities to improve uh, their generation mix. Uh, again, uh, you know, Wall Street is, uh, is proposing or is supporting more clean energy all the time. I remember being on an Ameren earnings call uh, about three years ago when um, a large investment firm asked the question, you know, why why aren't, why don't you have more wind in your portfolio? And you know, that to me was a, a turning point in in the way that uh, that uh, investors are looking at this. Uh, and I think that again, that's also driving that's also driving this this change. Is maybe part of the sluggishness in getting these coal plants offline just has to do with the personnel issues involved. I understand that these plants employ a number of people. They they do, and um, Sierra Club supports a justice center transition for work, workers, um, as well as the communities in which these fossil industries are located. Um, we strongly believe that companies should plan ahead and and work with their workforce to minimize the impacts. Uh, with things like job training, uh, moving employees to the growing clean energy divisions of their companies, and offering incentives for early retirement, 
uh, and also just supporting a lot of what's being proposed in Washington right now, which are uh, funds for clean energy transition. Hmm. I think it's important to point out that the United the United Mine Workers just yesterday endorsed President Biden's climate goals with a strong support system to transition mine workers into new careers. Hmm. I mean that they they know that things are changing, and we we need to we need to transition people out in a in a fair way. So this report came out a few months ago. Um, I know your goal was to to sort of shame the people who are doing badly and, and force them to continue down the path of, of doing better. How do you hope to keep pressure on Amor in Missouri going forward? So, uh, you know... Ameren, uh, they, they are required to update, uh, to issue new long-range plans every three years. Uh, the one that you mentioned earlier that came out in September is just the latest one. And they can actually, they can update them in, in the intervening years as well. We saw Evergy do that a couple of years ago. So, um, you know, we'll continue to be looking towards uh, these new plans and advocate, continue to advocate, advocate for clean energy uh, transition. Uh, and, uh, you know, we believe that, uh, you know, we'll be updating this report every year. So uh, we think, for example, Evergy will come out with a new long range plan uh, later this month. So that could improve their score. Uh, Ameren could do the same thing uh, by 2023 with its next plan or even in the intervening years. Well, it'll be interesting to see how all this shakes out. And I know 2030, that's a really important date for you. So it sounds like you're going you're gonna to keep that heat on. Definitely. Andy Knott, Deputy Regional Director for the Sierra Club's Beyond Coal Campaign, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Sarah. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. If you learned something new from today's episode, consider leaving us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the easiest way to help people discover our show. We appreciate it. Thank you. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com.